0: how's everyone doing? What's up everybody bill you can you can bring it up in a second uh, uh, our first emergency <laughs> podcast uh, episode 74 the first the first time we had we've been we've been wanting to pull the plug on this for a while the old emergency the the fire alarm well I think we have some some breaking news that came out of NovaCare Center today that warranted the the uh, the use of the first emergency podcast in forfeit history. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles have traded Carson Wentz officially to the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for a 2021 third round pick and a conditional 2022 second rounder that could turn into a uh, a first. Sources say. Um, and then the tricky thing about the conditional second rounder. For 2022, um, you know it'll become a first-rounder if, if Wentz plays 75% of the Colts' snaps this upcoming season or 70% and qualifies for the playoffs. Fellas, did Howie do his job? No. <laughs>
1: no, from, from, from top to bottom, no. So in the last five years we've invested two second round picks two, two first rounders two second rounders and a third rounder in the last five years in, in the quarterback position this guy was granted he helped win us the Super Bowl but he was supposed to be the guy and in 2017 he was the guy and in 2018 he, he played pretty good in 2019 he dragged scraps to the playoffs and to reward him for that they give him a massive contract extension and not before, before he does there, before that run, they give him that massive contract extension and then not what five, six months later, they draft his replacement in the second round. Now they can say that it's a backup because they value the backup position more than anybody else in the league. And they see the way the league is going. You need two quarterbacks and blah, 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 blah. But, Apparently, nobody because I thought it the minute it happened, and I know we we talked about it in the group thread. I'm like, what's this going to do to his psyche? And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, he's a football player, brah, he'll be fine. Well, obviously, he wasn't. Now, I can say, me personally, you know, if I'm at a job that I like and they bring in somebody that I view as a replacement for me, regardless of what they're saying, that's what I'm going to feel until proven otherwise so you know they they undermine the the player and then along the way you start hearing all these stories coming out that you know you could see problems forming and they never bothered to do anything about it and just let it get worse and let it get worse and let it get worse so you know now we've run the coach out of town the quarterback's gone you know the and and but the the problem is still here. It's still Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. Like, oh, you know, nothing's nothing's wrong. I mean, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, everything's fine. But you you look at the decisions like, again. We we we've we've invested all these picks in in the, the in the quarterback and. Now you know now we have rumors that they don't know they're going to make hurts com- compete for the job, and they might draft another quarterback, so then, if we're drafting another quarterback, we're up to three first round picks, two second round picks, and a third round pick in six years on the quarterback position like that's gross roster mismanagement it it's absolute incompetence
0: the, well, I think another part of this deal that kind of stings a little bit is the the league record thirty three point eight million dollar yeah. cap hit. And that so we have to endure.
1: So not only is there the cap hit kiss Brandon Graham. Goodbye. Kiss Fletcher Cox. Goodbye. Kiss Zach Ertz. Goodbye. Because they're all going to get caught. Nobody's going to trade for them. Not a single team is going to trade for any of our guys because they know the Eagles have to get under the cap and they're, they're just going to wait. Just like the league knew that we had to cut Nick Foles and they were going to let Nick Foles walk. We didn't get a thing for Nick Foles. And he walked to the Jaguars for free. You know so it it's going to be the same thing. it's just a colossal mismanagement of 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 epic proportions and then you go back to the last decade we're we're nine quarterbacks in the last decade three head coaches in the last decade the only cons- the only constant is the general manager who apparently is bulletproof so you know if they invest another first round pick on another quarterback that means that this idiot's going to have an even longer leash before hopefully the owner finally pulls the plug on him and gets him out of here before he does even more damage to this roster but again we're 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 a four-win team we're we're not magically going to get better i said it all year we're not a quarterback away from from being good and we're not and we better hope to God that Jalen Hurts can have a monster second season because if we don't, it's going to be a real dark time in Philly for a real long time, and it sucks.
2: I think I think I should be renamed Nostra Mathers for for predicting
0: most of this stuff happening. You did predict it last um, episode. You predicted the. I think it was you that predicted that it was going to happen. You know, within the next couple of days.
2: I think that. I'm I'm talking about going back two or three years ago about the situation with this quarterback. Um, I'm not even going to, I don't even bring up his name because I'm glad he's out of here. I don't know why there's so many people that are so uh, distraught and sad about this. Like the fact of the matter is this guy didn't want to be here regardless of everything else that happened. This guy didn't want to be here. So if anyone wants to sit here and be sad about that guy leaving I, I'm. I don't know what to tell you. He didn't want to be here. It wasn't going to work out. Goodbye. We 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 even we even let you go to the place you you wanted to go, with your old head coach and your old quarterbacks coach. You know. So I, I mean, I, it, it's so. It, to to your point, Matt, of of the last podcast, it's deflating because we're tired of hearing about it. We just wanted to happen. We all knew it was going to happen eventually, and now it's happened. I'm kind of like so happy that the, the page now has turned. Yeah. And we the can weight move has been lifted for exactly. sure. It, it, it's like I've always said it's always an excuse, it's always something with this guy and you know, what? thank you for 2017. Thanks for those, you know, 11 games. You know, you did a hell of a job. And then after that, it was all downhill whether it was ego or just not winning playoff games or being mentally broken or whatever it was um it just didn't work out and he didn't want to be here and i keep going back to that like i would like to ask the question to the group like if would you have been happy if Car- if if carson had stayed and you would have paid a guy 33 million and he was still going to be mediocre or are you just are you guys just hoping that in the next two or three years he would turn around to be you know what we want in guys like Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers and so on and so forth. Because, you know, if we had another year of this, you know, everyone would have been him and hauling about the same stuff. At least we we're going to eat the cap, money. Now we're going to, we're going to have to do what we're going to have to do. Like Jesse said, and we start the rebuild. And I don't know. I think that's a more exciting thing than, than everyone's sort of, sort of getting at, like everyone's like sort of down on it. And I'm like, it's a rebuild like now we get the we get to go back and look at the draft. We've got the number six pick, you know, now now it's here. It starts again, you know, and, and, and we're in a, we're a driver's seat. So and to your point, Jesse, if we end up being bad again next year, then we get another draft. And we just keep adding those up on top of the two picks that we're going to get for for this guy. And I, we're, we're back. We're back. So I mean, it's going to take time. It's not going to be a two year, three year thing. It may be, you know, we, we thought the same thing when we had Sam Bradford and when we were going to just go ride with him and then Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt and here we go. And then we ended up moving up the draft. So I don't know. I'm excited. Um, I'm happy to see, I'm, ha- I'm happy for the page to be turned. And I don't know. I don't know what else we could have done to make this guy happy. Um, I mean, not a million dollars is a lot of, a lot of money. Um, and, and, and I know exactly what Jesse's going to say. Drafting and Jalen hurts didn't help. But again, I, I've, I've, I've pontificated enough about having a backup quarterback and how important it is in the NFL. Um, Jalen Hurts was picked to be a backup, be insurance policy. And in this instance this year, um, he had to go in and because and, Carson was benched. And he did okay. He didn't play great. He did okay. Um, helped us win a game. So I'll take that. Um, but he's got work to do. This whole, this whole team's got work to do. But again, he he the the whole idea that car or Jalen Hurts basically, you know, hurt his Carson Wentz's ego is another reason why that guy should be in another organization and not our, <clears throat> excuse me not our problem.
1: Well, ab- you know, and absolutely, like there there's blame to go all around. You know, there's there's absolute blame on the Eagles for the hubris of not even asking. What's the worst that could happen? Because it's obvious that nobody thought to ask that question. And then there's absolute blame that Carson isn't strong enough to use this as motivation to get better, to build on his 2019 season. But the the reason that I'm so irate with the whole situation that we're in is the fact that so, you know, oh, you, you know, backup quarterbacks are so important. Okay. You know who else is important? Starters. And the, it came out today that the scouts were begging the Eagles to draft Jeremy Chin. They were begging him, the Eagles, to draft him. He, I mean, he only got all rookie honors this year. He's the best, one of the best defensive rookies that came out of the draft. He was our target in the second round. We took Jalen Hurts instead. Now we're hearing that Jalen Hurts might not be the guy that there might be competition. So instead of drafting a starter in the second round, a starter, a guy that will start for the Panthers for the next five, six years and play at a high level, we drafted a backup that might not be good enough to play at all, and we're gonna have to use another first round pick this year. Again, these are the decisions that, that impact teams, and, and this is why we find ourselves. how did we become a four-win team? It, it's decisions like this.
0: But, and I think and I think also going off of that, Jesse, and to your comment earlier, John, you're not understanding why people are so doom and gloom about this whole situation. It's take a look at what all the misses that, that the front office has made in the past couple drafts to not set this team up to have quality you know talent development. And you're saying we're about to go into a rebuild. I'm beginning to have major concerns about this rebuild, given the track record in our last you know well, draft you know, you guys- I mean, I mean do we, does, does Howie have what it takes to to draft uh, you know to build this team back up through, a, through the draft? We know he can negotiate contracts and 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 bring in some uh, some some good signings. He's proven that, but we need talent from the dra- from from our drafts. And it's just his resume over the past couple of years. To me, you know, um, and I know I know some of you other guys agree agree with this too. It's just I just I question what this rebuild is going to be like, and are we ready to you know see how he fall and fall on his face to the point where Lori, you know, fires him, we're still not good. I mean, what? how many more chances is he going to get? Is he going to get three more years? So three more years of potentially failing and us being bad and then us having to find a, a new GM and then go through yet another rebuild with another front office regime and possibly a whole other coaching staff because when new GMs come in, you know, it's – it's usually part of the course they get their, they get their, the pick of the litter of a new coaching staff new everything. So, I mean, Jesse's right. I mean, I think that's why people are just not real high on this. I mean, are we, am I happy to see Carson Wentz go? Yes. I think the Wentz weight has been lifted. Would I have liked to have seen him work out here? Yes. Um, but it, it didn't work out. So now it's like we yes we get to move on. That's a positive. We can put that behind us. Hopefully, hopefully Hurts is the guy. But I'm just I'm you know to Jesse's point, quarter we weren't a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contending team again. And I think it's just I don't know. I, I think I think the dark days are upon us unless something crazy happens again. To your point, John, you know, teams can turn it around quick. We've seen that happen. We've seen it happen this past year, you know. Um, But I don't see anyone on this roster right now where, you know, guys are, you know, jumping through hoops to come play in Philadelphia. So.
2: I also didn't hear a lot of teams beating down the door for Carson Wentz. No. And I know. And and that's. And I feel and like if we would have went through last year again. Next, this coming year, we would at least we're ahead of the game. We're eating shit now. We have to eat shit. We have to eat shit because of the cap. Fine. It's we're saving ten million and then whatever. Right. I'm okay with eating shit now,
0: but get it right.
2: Right, and I and I think that that's I, I, I've talked about this before. I feel like me personally, Howie and the front office has been able to have have been proven already. To build a Super Bowl winning team. I think he deserves some sort of respect for that. Although 99% of the fan base disagrees with me. I get that. I understand where everyone's coming from. I'm definitely the minority. But again, if we're looking at this situation right now at 9 o'clock. The reason why Carson Wentz is not a Philadelphia Eagle is his decision. 100%. Because he could have came back. He could have came back. He could have competed for a job. There might have been a competition, and he could have done Aaron Rodgers or whatever backup scenario franchise quarterback uh, play that he could have done, and he could have outplayed Jalen Hurts and been, been the guy. He chose not to. Let's not sugarcoat that. Let's not. That's a fact. He did not want to be here. Otherwise, he would still be here. Yeah. So... For as much as the hate of Howie that goes around, again, I get it. But this situation, Philadelphia Eagles fans need to understand this is Carson Wentz leaving. This is his decision. Well, I mean, it, 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 it yes, ultimately it was Wentz's
1: decision. But, you know, like the ESP article where it was basically this is all, you know, Carson or Howie's cleaning up Carson's mess. And it's like, no. No, because if they drafted Chen, none of this happens. Maybe Carson has a bad year. Maybe he has a good year.
2: But- I, think, I think draft – I'm sorry, Jesse, interrupt, but even drafting Chen, this, this team was still going to be 4-11-1. Oh, absolutely. That, I, I don't I, – I, that's why I mean like the whole – this second-round pick thing is basically the only reason why this is an issue is because it was a quarterback that's backing up Carson Wentz, a guy who lost his – didn't lose his job, but lost his job because he was hurt, got it back – when he was healthy, and then couldn't stay healthy, played shitty, and got benched. That's the yeah. only reason why this is a this second round pick is a, if they picked a, a tight end in the second round, we we wouldn't be having this issue. Yeah, yeah and Maybe I think Carson West isn't acting like such a child about
0: it. Yeah, but and I again, also th- I also think that like you know I I really don't I really don't believe the drafting of Hertz is an excuse because you know. I could see it being an excuse if we benched Carson week six or week five and put Hertz in. But we gave him every opportunity to do good and play good. And we I think we had no choice but to put Hertz in when, well, ab- when we did.
1: Absolutely. Like his play dictated being benched, but I think it is absolutely foolish to to be like, oh no, that had nothing to do. Like the cause and effect. Like you don't it has never happened before in the history of this game that a player goes from Carson Wesson Wentz's level to where he was in in this span of time at this age. It has never happened before in the history of the NFL. Never happened. So there's a cause and effect. Sure. Now,
2: don't you don't you agree though, like if come this coming April's draft and round two comes around and we and we draft uh, a running back that Miles are you expecting Miles Sanders to be like like I don't know how to say shook. it like, like, like shook. And, I mean like we shouldn't go I think I said this on a text we shouldn't be making draft picks and worried about how it's going to affect the guy above or below him yes. in that position I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not it, it's like the Eric Andre
1: meme that you see on the internet like I'm not saying that it, it's not. He, Carson absolutely holds a big responsibility in this, but it's not like you can be, you know, where, you know, he shoots the the guy and then he's like, why would you do this? It's like they should have known this was a, a possibility and the 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 hubris and ego. No, nah, well, it's fine. They didn't even give it a moment's pause, pause that it was going to be a problem. And like the report, there's already stuff coming out now that they're saying, yeah, like the night that. Carson or how he called Carson to let him know like it wasn't a good phone call like at all. So it, it's a mis- It was a mistake that they made and now they have to deal with it. And one of the podcasts I was listening to they and they said that there's a chance the Eagles are going to be terrible for a long time. And it's something that I've brought up before. And to Matt's point about the the draft name name blue chip prospects on this team under under 25. And it's, it's Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard. That's it. That's the list. Maybe Jordan Milata. That's the list. It's three guys. That that's why we're a four win team. Like, and you know, you, you look at last year, if, if they're saying that hurts might not be the guy. So our first round pick so far doesn't look good. Second round pick isn't the guy. And our third round pick is a developmental linebacker that no longer plays in a system that, that we're going to utilize under the new coaching staff. So that's strike 1, strike 2, strike 3. The I mean, these are the mistakes that we that are that are made year after year after year after year. And now 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 they're starting to compound. All of the really good players that were drafted and developed by this team are aging out. And they're breaking down or they've had to retire or, you know, whatever. But they're starting to age out, they're starting to decline or the best years of their career are are about to and are, are waning and we don't have any guys to plug them in and you you look around and you're just like the mistakes made in the last three years if they hit on half of them we're in a much better spot you know
2: maybe we are a year or two away but to that point jesse even if we were to hit on three or four of those picks it still wouldn't have changed the situation we are in right now well, no. I mean, the and and that's is, yeah. and, and and that's where I'm like, I I'm, again, I sympathize. I get the how we hate you guys. You guys make fun of me for being the bodyguard. I get it. I, I wear the hat. But again, the guy doesn't want to be here. I, like, I'm I'm thinking of g- like guys in other sports. Eric Lindros comes to mind. Guy who it, it caused a big uproar with his family, arguing with the organization. We had to get rid of him. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, the Allen Iverson thing really doesn't count because um, I, I don't think there was that much bad blood. I know we had to get rid of him at that point, but you know, it wasn't in, it wasn't in this type of caliber. Like, I guess you could argue Allen Iverson a little bit, but again, the, the gentleman doesn't want to be here. And I, I don't know what else Howie or the organization was supposed to do with a guy who doesn't want to be here. You know what I mean? And I think that to kill him for what he got, Uh, a third round pick and maybe a first. Um, I think it's a pretty good haul. I mean, yeah, would we have liked to get what Stafford got? Sure. But I think they, they basically overpaid and gave the lions a draft pick just to take his salary on. So the Colts and it was the Colts. And that was it from what I understand. Yeah. Like might've been interested, but what I've, what I've read, they, they, they backed away a little bit, but again, if a, if a guy is going to dictate, which it's been, it's been reported that he hadn't dictate where he wanted to go, but I find it kind of ironic how he's going back to Frank Reich, Press Taylor gets hired and goes there, and guess what? That's the team that he gets traded to. I, I kind of find that all ironic, but, you know, I guess. I mean, the, the, reports, the reports came out tonight, Bears didn't even inquire.
1: Bears didn't inquire. The Broncos never inquired. So it sure looks like this was Howie leaking stuff to the media, trying to make it look like more, there was more
2: than one team to, Fine to drive the, the cost. Play off. the game. Play, play the game. But you know what? At least we're not, we're not going into 2022 with the same bad quarterback and not getting anything. And that's where I sort of tip the cap, and everyone probably rolls, rolls their eyes. But, like, eat the shit. Get what you can get for him. And and move on, which I think we did. I, I don't. Does anyone else here not like the deal? Like, does anyone think that they should have gotten three first round picks or a first round pick and something? I, I, I would have liked
0: the first round pick.
1: Okay, this, this, a, a first round pick this year would have really helped this team. Okay, Be, because and again, it it's one of those like, okay, this the second round pick next year might turn into a first round pick, but it's one of those. So you need Carson to play good enough that they don't bench him, but not too good that they make a run into the playoffs because if that happens, then it's a bad pick. So it's your, it's this weird place you find yourself in and the Colts roster is pretty good. Like they might find themselves in the playoffs just running the football for the most part. Like, They've got a good running back. They've got a top 10 defense. They've got a decent offensive line and they've got a good head coach. Like that could be a playoff team. If Wentz plays, if they get like 2018, 2019 Wentz, that's a playoff team.
3: Well, it's that's an the team. That's an injury in the
2: first series of the playoff
3: game. The Colts are the 2017 Eagles. So get ready for that. That exact I mean, is built like, like we were in 17 run the ball. Then Ben, don't break Defense. Good head coach. I was calling good games then. Game manager and Wentz. He wasn't. He was an MVP candidate, but his numbers weren't gaudy because he again goes back to it. Every game he threw under thirty passes. He was eleven and zero, and the two games he threw over thirty passes, we lost. So we were a game managing 2017 Super Bowl champion, and Doug Peterson decided that that wasn't a really a winning formula for some reason. And decided to ne- never run the ball again three years. So I guess we'll 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 see if it's coaching,
2: if it's the players plural player or players meaning Carson and or players that are currently on this team because you shipped out the quarterback, you shipped out well you fired the head coach, mm-hmm. you sh- you got rid of a couple assistant coaches that either are with other teams or with with the Colts. So we'll see if, if, if that has anything to do with any of it. But I don't know. I it, The fact that the Colts basically protected themselves with this was a smart move, but also it sheds light on not only it was a risk for them, I think. And I think that it either could pay, pay off really well or it could go horribly. You know what I mean? And, I mean, and other teams weren't beating down the door, Patriots – uh, 49ers, et cetera, Jets, teams that need quarterbacks. Well, I mean, the, the, the
1: Jets are going to draft their next guy, like, or, or trade out and get a, a King's ransom for that pick. Well, um,
3: no, I, I think they're either going to take a quarterback or draft or trade for Deshaun, give that two pick up for Deshaun or maybe think,
1: even, or maybe even Tua. Cause uh, it seems I, like Miami, Miami yeah, might trade you know, too.
3: I think there's, uh, um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I what you're saying, but yeah, no, I think the Jets are like, would be, would be the top play for, for, um,
1: uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it, the whole situation is just weird. And, but from the Colts perspective, they're giving up a third this year and a second next year. And the, the flip side is if you're a Colts fan, you're, you're looking at his, his, his career and you're like, all right, he was an electric player in 2017. He was okay in 2018. He he was, he was had dynamic p- play, points in 2019, and then the wheels come off the bus in 2020. So we gave up a second and a third round pick. Or a third and a second, but whatever. If we can get 2018, 2019 once for a, a second and a third at that contract, that's a steal. That's an absolute steal. So, you know, I personally... I don't know because of the position that the Eagles put themselves in. I don't know how much more they could have gotten for him. The Colts, I think, win the trade just by, you know, if if Wentz is terrible, it's a second and a third and you can cut him and it's not the end of the world. If he's if he plays good to great, you gave up a second and a first at a at a
2: team friendly contract for the next four years. Like and that's a home run. So we'll see if Frank Reich outlet out, out, out stays him. That's the other thing. Like Frank, Frank Reich's win the playoffs. What two years, two out of three years. So, I mean, good, great for him. Um, Can he deal with Carson? Can he, can he make it a third and and make a run? Because you know how, you know, we are here in Philadelphia getting to get into the playoffs is, is not, you know, is you got to get in, but you got to keep winning and get to a Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I personally this year wanted to see a Carson Wentz go to the playoffs, win a playoff game, you know, and we could sort of like get back on this horse We're like this guy still got it. But it 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 sort of it kept compounding and that and that shit sandwich kept rolling downhill. And mm-hmm. it was like, like wh- wh- what more do you like, I think someone said it earlier, like what more did we need to do as an organization to to, to help this guy win. And yeah, you could have said, go get stuff on digs and draft neck, the next Barry Sanders and this, that and the other thing. But, you know, at the same token, you know, players, players get paid to win, right? That's the whole mantra on the wall, right, Bill? So he's got to, got to win games and we're hoping that the next guy can do it.
3: There's two things. One, the Colts' first call for a quarterback was for Derek Carr before Carson Wentz this offseason, it's reported, and the Raiders said Carr's untradeable, so Carson was their second call. Wentz Wentz wasn't their first option. I guess Frank Reich thought Derek Carr is the perfect game manager for his offense, so he's going to settle for Carson. Two, I guess I just have, I guess I'm like numb to it, the situation in the sense that. Regarding the fact that we gave up so much to get him to set the team back partly to where we're at getting, being devoid of draft picks, you know, which is, which, which is, you know, we all got on board with to get a guy of his level, but it was in that Ruben Frank article Jesse said earlier that Carson went, now this is the history of the NFL, not just a single four year period. 2016 through 2019 through all the bullshit he was the seventh highest rated passer in NFL history through the first four seasons of his career. So one bad season, we're out. We're out. With all the debacle we had, 12 starting, starting offensive line sets out of 13 games, 50 sacks. And when you go through a PFF, only put 13 of the 50 on Carson. Like, these are real things.
2: We, so, we weren't out on him, though. He was out. No, John, and, 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 John the, and, the fan base, you were out on him. You, you've been out on him for two years. So whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Go, miss, hold on, Bill. I have to interrupt you for saying second, just because yeah. I don't want to get shit thrown in my face. Okay. I, I literally just said that he's the reason he doesn't want to be here. No, you're right. No, he I'm, doesn't want to be I'm, here. Yeah. Otherwise, if he wanted to be here, he would still be here.
3: I and I guess my point is, it's it's, it's I, I'm again, I am in the boat with everybody else. I think the majority it's we're not putting Carson in the no blame zone. Like he has to, he has a part of this too. That's disappointing. And Ruben said the same thing. It's like, if you don't have the confidence in your ability to come beat Jalen hurts out, then that's a bigger issue. Like that's an issue in itself. So I get that.
2: It's another checkbox,
3: but But again, but knowing, and again, just, this is where I totally agree with where Ruben hit the nail on the head, having this guy in your building for four years, and not being able to gauge his personality, and the fact that he's literally was known to be praying to not be jealous of Nick Foles. You put a fucking statue in front of the building, he's got to walk in, and I get it. It's competition, you can't whatever. But quarterbacks are a different breed. We always say it, most, most important position in sports. It's the Jordan rules. It's everything else. When you're that guy, you don't get on the same playing field as everybody else. It's just that simple. And to have him deal with the two major injuries to come back from had to have to be a good guy about it. And again, I'm not like saying poor Carson had to deal with Nick coming in, stealing the thunder and and basically you know finishing what he started. Again, he got hurt. Best, best ability is availability. I get that. But I think to me as a fan, it's worrisome that. After one really bad year, because the other four years, yes, he got hurt three of the four. But, mm-hmm. again, if, if, if we don't sure. blame Howie for other guys getting hurt, we can't blame Carson for getting hurt. Like, if he's literally the seventh highest rated passer in his first four years of his career, like, and we gave up so much to get him. We, you know, we're bringing in a new coach. We're bringing in a, a new quarterback guru and Brian Johnson. He's like the, you know, who's the new guy and quarterback guru right now. Like, we're doing all these things. You have a, a chance to get another weapon early on in the draft. Like, like why not come in? And if he shits to bed, well, then you still got Jalen or we'll be bad. But I guess to me, it's as a fan base, it's like, why are we pulling the plug? And again, maybe there's more we don't know. And I get it. Carson asked out for now. But you can't. Howie and Jeff aren't that unaware of a pull, pulling a move like drafting Jalen like Jesse said in the call, that call went out before the pick went in and they still were like fucking deal with the Carson, which means they were done with them. So after whatever happened, whether it was the concussion or whatever, they were clearly already had the door open on Carson. as no longer the guy. And I get it. And so it's just to me, it's just like, well, like, 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 like we're all the fans is the fact that it got to this point. Miss Nelly kept saying about it. It probably is the biggest malfeasance of any. Philadelphia situation in the history of Philadelphia. I mean, he was the highest paid football player guaranteed in the NFL. And 10 months later, we're trading him. <laughs> like, this shit doesn't happen. Like, this doesn't happen. So it's like, obviously, there's multiple hands in the pot. But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. I'm just nervous that we've drafted one Pro Bowl player in seven years and we just traded him away for a third round pick. Cause he had a bad year, but I don't think that
2: he traded him away. Cause he didn't want to be here. And no. I'm going to hammer that home because that th- th- those are the
3: facts of the matter. But the fact of the matter is you can still have him be here. He didn't say trade me. You could say Carson, be mad all you want, come in and compete. And if he throws a hissy fit, then that's another situation. Oh, th-
2: oh then we're in a, a, another a controversy for, for well, another
3: issue with him. Well, you benched him last year. Why would you bench him? If you, I mean, if <clears> well,
2: he- you benched him because he didn't play well. That that's different than I don't want to show up to the training camp because you drafted my my backup or air, maybe heir apparent. I don't know what it what he is at this point, and I'm hurt about it. Like well, that's I what I mean. Like w- at what point do we stop worrying about the egos that everyone has here and we just actually like win football games? Well, and that's so, why God, sorry, Jesse. Garofalo
1: or Garofolo earlier today said, Look, Carson Wentz never said trade me. They, he said, "I I can confirm Carson Wentz never said trade me. His camp made it made the Eagles well aware in their exit interviews, which they did, that they weren't happy with the direction that things were going in, and they weren't happy with Howie Roseman, and that if a trade is hap- a trade happens, they they would that would be fine, but they never asked to be traded, they never demanded to be traded, and they said that they would he would the player would absolutely show up." And play the ne- the next year, so again, a- any report that that is that said, "Wentz demanded a trade" is a lie. It's a lie that Howie Roseman has put out, or somebody from the Eagles has put out to do damage control. To
2: well, I m- would argue that because I again, I, if he wanted to be here, they wouldn't have traded him. If he well, but- if at the end of the season and he got up at the mic and said, "Hey guys, I had a shitty year. I want to be here. I love Philadelphia." I feel a lot better. He doesn't say anything. Then there's all this other noise. And then you add, you compound all the other stuff that we have talked about. Car- uh, Nick Foles, his ego, uh, not winning playoff games, you know, being hurt because of Jalen Hurts. Like, I, it, it all compounds to this one thing. And then we go to offseason where it's it comes out that he's definitely going to get traded. And I I don't know. I just I I have a hard time believing that because if you had a hundred million dollar contract and you wanted to be the face of the franchise and they were saying we welcome you with open arms and everything else, new coaches, new this, new
0: that, and you you don't say anything, it kind of you can kind of see the writing on the wall. That to me, whether you want to be here or not, not coming out and speaking to your fan base, that just shows that you're not you're not a leader. Well, and, on any level.
2: And that's been and that's been reported, Matt, over and over again. And we and we argued about it and everyone said, this guy's a snitch, this guy's a snitch, it's not true, this, that, and the other thing. And then we come full circle to this date. And that Joe Santoquito article it pretty much it, it like laid the whole groundwork for all of this. The fact that he wasn't a good leader. It came out this year that he had sloppy practice habits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Malcolm Jenkins, a person who I think a lot of people respect in that locker room back when he was in the locker room, was a leader. He even mentioned that they sort of catered to his ego. I mean, it was all writing on the wall. So I don't know why anyone's surprised by all this.
3: The the point, I guess the point, I guess my other point would be is like you, 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 the Eagles help create this golem, so to speak. He came in day one as the golden child. He didn't really earn the starting job. Now he played good as a rookie. I'm not denying he didn't play good, sure. But he didn't earn that starting job. I mean, he, he, how how can you say? I mean, obviously, I'm not into practices, but I, I it it it's he was given it. Played well, and then 17 happened. But everything, everything that he became, they they pampered him to. So they created. The, the 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 you know the the atmosphere where he can be a diva to where at no point they nipped it in the bud so it's it's one of those things to where again I'm not defending Carson in the sense that I agree he he can say he never demanded a trade and and I'm sure he made it clear like you know like in next interviews he didn't want to be there probably but never said the words so just semantics at that point I understand you know. Yeah. But I do understand the fact too that if 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 everything they say is true about how he's a character guy and yeah he's aloof but you know he's a team guy, then you then you sit him down and you say I'm sorry you hate if you hate howie you hate howie we gave you 100 million dollars to be an eagle you got four years guaranteed we expect to see you on training camp on X Y Z and show up yeah. like you said and then and
2: then you would create another issue that you would then compound. The argument that you're making right now would just be compounded next year.
3: But they didn't care about it because they took him in – by taking Jalen in, in the draft, they were either oblivious to the situation, which is crazy not knowing your quarterback, or they didn't give a shit because they are ready to kind of push Carson out the door. So it's like, all right, well, now at least you know, let's maybe go the, the Bradford route to where maybe somebody gets hurt in training camp and then you know, maybe if Carson comes back, plays good. You trade Jalen, but it goes to your point where you said, well, we can't start catering the players' feelings. Well, then why are we catering to his feelings? You have a contract, bro. Show the fuck up. And if you want to be that guy that says I'm not going to play for you, then that's on you, Carson. Then you take that media hit and tell your A O one people and everything. Because about you happening. know,
2: Bill, as well as anyone, Bill, that doesn't work. It, it never works out in the team's favor when look, – look at James Harden. NBA, same example.
3: They, got, got, they got eight first-round draft picks for the guy. <laughs> Great. And
2: you know what? They're going to suck for the next five years. So it's – it, it, the team's – like when, when you hold – like Ezekiel, you hold out, you give him a boatload of money, and then what happens? He stinks. Todd Gurley, same thing, stinks. The teams never make out when people hold out or do anything like that. It never works out.
3: Well, I, I mean, I guess – yeah, I mean – I, I, you know, guys like Tom
2: Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson, we'll we'll find out about Russell Wilson, but I'll still put him in that category. Those guys have qualities where like they're not going to play those games. They're not.
3: No. And, and, and from everything we hear about Carson, he wouldn't be one of those guys to do it too. Like what Jesse said in the Garofalo thing, like, yeah, he wouldn't be happy. He, maybe he wouldn't be smiling, but he'd show up every day on time and he'd put the work in and, I'm sure he, he's a competitive athlete where he's not going to try to not play good in practice. So it's like, all right, maybe. That's the
2: case then at the end of the season, talk to everybody.
3: I agree. I, and that's, and, that, and I, that's
2: my point. A guy like that shouldn't – like Aaron Rodgers loses a playoff game. He's pissed off. He doesn't know what his future holds. Yeah, he, he's like, I'm not sure. i got to go back and figure it out. At least he went up to the thing and talked to there. the people. Like this guy was like, screw you. I don't want to talk to anybody. I, I got benched. I'm a, I'm a baby. Now i want to go home and sit in the offseason, and you know what? Screw you guys. I don't want to be here.
3: No, Figure and, it out. And, and, that, and then that goes back to essentially if, like, how, how can that just be created in one year? So it goes back to the malfeasance from the Eagles. It's You know, they say they went to dinner with Carson pre-draft and spent all the time they could, and all, you know they did all the due diligence and then something to know about him as a person. Well, you didn't know the guy you gave five picks away from couldn't handle the heat of competition. You, you know, you, and I guess, like, you know, I mean, it, to, to be fair, Tennessee's dealing with it now. They didn't trade up, but their, their first-round pick last year, their, their left tackle, number 29th uh, pick in the draft, has been deactivated since December because he's partying and not playing well. And they came out and said that he, he duped us in his interviews. We thought he was a good guy pre-draft. It's, it's all over the thing. They're like, he's not. He's a piece of shit, basically, and he don't want to be a professional athlete. So, again, it's, it's not a perfect science. That's a first-round pick that's wasted on a playoff team like Tennessee that really needed a tackle this year. So, it's, so that's where I get it. But it, it, it's, it's just, I don't know. I guess I don't understand how you could be a QB factory and then somehow alienate a franchise quarterback within 10 months so much. To where well, he
2: would hate to. you guys feel Would you guys feel better if Carson Wentz was traded and you had you just had Nate Sudfeld as your backup, which who is like I think a restricted free agent or unrestricted free agent anyway?
3: Honestly, dude, I like Jalen Hurts as a dude, and I'm pulling for him, but I don't know that Jalen's any better than Nate Sudfeld. I don't know if we have anything better. than Right? Nate. Okay, but
2: my point is again, if Jalen Hurts is out of the picture and it's somebody else, it's let's let's use Jesse's draft pick. It's Jeremy Chin. Okay. And we're in the same issue. Carson doesn't want to be here because he had a bad season. He got benched for Nate Sudfeld last year, and he's and he gets traded. And you have Nate Sudfeld.
0: We go or, out and or get no one. We go out and get Fitz Magic for a league minimum. Ja, yeah, John. Until then he, we can he, draft the franchise quarterback.
1: But at least then the picture is the 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 road ahead is clear.
2: Okay, I I get, it's crystal clear.
1: Him. Yeah, we don't have a we. You know, we don't have a guy. We got to go get a guy, get a guy. Well, we got a guy. No, no, no. If we oh, you're saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. If we didn't have him, we don't have anybody. We have yeah. to go get a guy. It's crystal clear what we have to do. Here, we used a second round pick on a guy that we don't know if it's the guy. So now we might go draft a guy. We might go sign a guy. We might trade for a guy. We don't know what we're going to do. So we don't have a guy. You either, in this, in this league, you either have a guy or you don't. At this point, we don't know. So again, you don't, have a guy, I, which I, you
3: don't have a guy, which means, would, means you don't have a guy. Which would that's fair. That's a fair,
1: that's a fair and, assessment. And, I, John, I, to your point, I'd rather have chin. I'd absolutely rather have, if they don't think hurts is the guy, I'd rather have a dude like chin who absolutely is the guy and is going to be a
2: starter in this league for half a decade. I like, know. And if every one of the fans wanted every player, we'd have, we'd have DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, Jeremy chin. And then people don't realize like, you, you, you don't get those guys every year because you fluctuate from, from draft That draft picks to draft picks.
1: But the, the the irony is all three of those guys you just rattled off.
3: We could have had.
1: We could have sure. had because our scouts. D.K. I don't
3: get on as much. because the, of the medical. Thing.
2: You could have had. You could have had a lot of people.
3: D.K. But, I don't get on. The Jefferson one's bad. The Jefferson one, that's really, really. Because, I mean, when Minnesota's laughing. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. The Vikings <laughs> laughed at us. Laughed like, at us. And
3: he was literally a top like 10 receiver, and again it's one year shit changes yeah bk thing i don't kill him on because he did have the neck thing and that's a pretty big injury so it's like all right i can respect i, I would much. feel I i'd care. feel
2: much i'd feel much worse if it if it was a team like the uh i'm sorry the buccaneers or the chiefs or something like that really good teams that got guys minnesota vikings aren't a good team well, John, so like, what, who's so, throwing to Je- Justin Jefferson in the next two years? It's it, not going to be Kirk Cousins.
1: Well, here, so here's the thing. You, you have a scouting department, right? And you pay them real money. And, and typically scouts know players. They know talent. They know what they're looking at. So you're not, are you bothered that our mathlete GM and our movie producer owner think they know more than our scouting department.
3: That's a troublesome dude that the guys that are in the hurts camp or Jeffrey, Lurie and Howie and the scouts are the ones that aren't sold is what I read. So it's like, great. The guys that get paid to scout. And again, they're wrong. It's why scouts get fired like anybody else. But the main people, I think, I think the draft a- is a
2: lottery ticket. Yeah. It's it- a lottery ticket. John, Again, in some years teams win the draft. Some teams some years they lose the draft, and
3: that's what I hear. Is, to Are your you
2: like, point, Bill. You just said the guy from Tennessee. It's the same thing. I, I, my neighbor next door wanted uh, Ruiz instead of um, uh, what draft that was, last year or the year before instead oh, of cool. whoever. And I, yeah. and and we're sitting here. I'm like, okay, well, is that guy any better than who we got? Like, it's such a crapshoot. You do not know anything. You're totally
0: right. Look at the look at
2: what they gave up for Wentz, and look at the picks. The only pick was Deshaun Watson. Everybody, or in Conklin, you could argue the other th- two picks or three picks were nothing. Connor Cook, a, a linebacker from Green Bay, and another a DB to the Colts, or some, or a defensive end to the Colts. Like it was Deshaun. And, and Deshaun Watson doesn't even want to be on his team. So like they gave up four picks to try to, t- and and they got lucky. I get it. They get they got lucky. But right now, I would trade four first round picks for. A Super Bowl in two years. That's what I would do. Well, I, so, know, I,
3: I think I think I, right, but
2: and, and that's why that's my point. Like, yes, luck goes into it. The draft, the draft is a crapshoot, but we won. The guys, the guys that put it together are still here. I give them one more shot. They earned it. After that, then we'll see. If if Howie, if if if, if we find out Jalen Hurts is the man, we got him cheap and. We, we draft guys around him and we're a seven, eight win, nine win team getting in the playoffs next year, the year after that, I'll, I'm happy. If we're, if we're a four win team and we're getting a good draft draft pick, I understand it's a rebuild. I'm happy. I, I don't know what like. I don't know what else this fan base wants to do, except everyone wants to just kill Howie, which is fine. I get it. I understand. But at some point we have to turn the page. And if, if you're not on board because of Howie, fine. Go root for the Colts. Go root for the Buccaneers. Go for the Chiefs. I'm fine with that. But, like, at some point, again, we had to turn the page. And We kind of got to – we're already killing Jalen Hurts. Like, look on Twitter. It's like, Hurts isn't the guy. We don't know anything about this guy. Fuck him. This, that, and the other thing. It's like, this guy hasn't even started a season yet, and we're, we're already doing the Philadelphia thing, killing a guy. It's like, that's the shit that, like, makes me embarrassed to be an Eagles fan. Like, give, it, give him a chance. Give the guy a chance. It wasn't his fault he was drafted in the second round. Behind Carson Wentz, it wasn't his fault that Carson Wentz sucked.
0: Dan, nah, I think I think we're all gonna root for Jalen Hurts on this podcast anyway. I don't know what kind of knuckleheads you're reading on on the interwebs, but oh, it's a ton of knuckleheads. You know, I mean, I I'm never have I ever you know said that I'm not gonna root for Jalen Hurts or. And I'm never, and never have I said I'm not going to root for Howie to, to to rebuild this team. I mean, the Eagles are my team. It's just the track record's not. It's it's kind of concerning. That's that's it's a fair point. that's, That's only that's that's my only point where I'm coming from. And I hope he gets it right, just like I just like the Sixers or the Phillies or the Flyers. You know, I just I want these guys just to. To to get it right, it's not always going to be perfect. I get that, but we end up in, being we end up getting, being paid, getting paid a lot, getting paid a lot of money. Yep. to play to, to play a sport, and a lot of that money is generated by the knuckleheads that you're reading on Twitter. So, I mean, everyone's earned their right at this point to be frustrated. Um, I just I hope I hope I hope they get it right, man. I hope they get it right. And
2: and they have every right to be frustrated, but, you know, stop going to the games then. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how else everyone wants to vote yeah. on getting rid of Howie Roseman if that's what they want to do. Stop going to the games. Stop yeah. buying stuff. You know, buy tailgate passes and just put Howie Roseman needs to be fired stickers up. Like, you, you can do whatever you want. I'm not pointing out anybody here on the podcast. I know you guys are 4 for 4 or whatever, but there are – you guys have to admit there is a section, there is a 50-50 split on how fans react in this city. It's oh, either absolutely. it's either the sky is falling, blame, blame the organization, or everything's okay and we gotta ride the wave. And nine times out of ten, when this shit happens, you start to get people that are just like they, they just come up with these like crazy this crazy shit, and it's like we just got to have a little bit of hope like just a little bit of hope like not everyone's bad you know what i mean i i i don't know
0: i think we're also this is happening during a very unique time in our nation yeah where we've been cooped up in our homes for so long that the little things start to become you know anthills become mountains and I agree with you that there's al- there's always going to be haters, there's always has been haters and these types of situations you know fuel their fire um perfectly but I think I think the reason why it it's it probably looks it, it's on it's on overdrive right now the negativity um in Negadelphia is because I think it's just it's it's what we've had to persevere this past year it's just um we're all looking for we're all looking for little shreds of hope in in different ways you know to you know to to kind of see the glass half full and you know the eagles and and the sixers and the flyers and the phillies provide that escape for us you know That's it's an name, escape yep. and when we see things not work out or you know change so quickly from where we were two and a half three years ago and what we were told this franchise was going to be for multiple years to come after that parade to what we are now it's just it's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people and and a lot of people who do you know invest thousands and thousands of dollars every year who buy the season tickets who go and pay the $50 parking fee, who tailgate, who buy all the swag, buy all the jerseys. Um, It's just, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow. That's why I only buy retired players' jerseys now.
2: (laughs) I, I don't know. I feel like if Howie Roseman had the vaccine or the cure for COVID, everyone would still hate him. So. You know, well, we I feel I feel well, like if this well, fan base, if Carson we Wentz had it, it,
0: we wouldn't trust the vaccine would perform up to its optimal potential. There you go. But I, but I
2: feel like if Carson Wentz had it, we'd get behind him. That's my. Yeah, that's the my. City really got behind Wentz. That's my <laughs> point. <laughs> You're oh, you, oh, you you think the city isn't be, was never behind Wentz? I think absolutely not. Half of this city okay. Was, was okay. Bad. And I'm and I'm the clown. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> I. I'm not the guy that, that walked around in the, the St. Nick Foles shirt. And I'm not the guy. That, that doesn't, that doesn't, what does that have to do with me? Bro, let, I'm not running Wentz out of town. Let's be real. Half of this fan base wanted Wentz gone the minute Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. They wanted to trade Carson Wentz. That's my whole
2: point. Nick Foles. That's my whole point. This it it's, it's, it, it either played. goes this way or this way. It's never in the middle. I've been in the middle. I, I love Nick Foles. I, you guys know it. Big deal. I still wanted Carson Wentz to do well.
0: But I think I could, all, I think I think could tell you two,
2: two and a half, three years ago, he wasn't going to be good. I could tell he was injured. He constantly got injured. And then it was report after report after report. And then what happens? We're sitting here at quarter 10 on February 18th and he's in fucking Indianapolis. If, 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 if all that stuff wasn't true and he was a Pro Bowl player and went back to playoff games and won playoff games and this, that, and the other thing, we're not having this conversation. And that was my whole crux of this. He has he to be out of here. He's gone. He got what he wished. He's gone. He's not our problem anymore.
0: It, it is what it is. And, and Bill, you must, be, you must be tickled pink because Ben Simmons is still a sixer and Carson Wentz. Got traded. I told you guys it was a sucker's bet. <laughs> <laughs> got, got a guy puts up forty two points on the road. Oh my god, forty two points for, <laughs> for the first time in his career. And now we gotta. And now we gotta. What we gotta put up a, a statue for this marmaluke too? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, six hundred nineteen and ten. That's a pretty good record to me. First in yeah, the East. Did Eastern he conference. play it last night? No,
3: he didn't need to play. He got uh, sick. Stomach oh. hurt. He had poo poo. He had tummy he, tummy. He, had, he got he tummy tummy. He, <laughs> he had the poops. He had mm. the poops. He had tummy ache. Yeah, he had so, stuffy burry <laughs> Listen, Ben Simmons is oh, the man. least
0: of the Sixers' problems. Unreal. Oh,
1: Unreal. <laughs> John, uh, yes, network, yes, sir.
0: To go off on a tangent, problem than Ben Simmons. Um, That's 100
3: right. Eagles. That's their biggest problem is fucking Brooklyn.
1: I'm on the Eagles' website looking at their stuff. Yeah, it's so fucking bad. Like, cause oh, when, yeah. when, I, when I shared that that uh that image earlier one of the dudes I followed on Twitter of um Hertz coming out in Kelly Green, they yeah. would they would break every merch record if they brought Kelly Green back. Cause like I'm looking at all their, their hoodies. All their stuff is just...
3: only no way. To watch, watch him do that with Jesse. Watch them do that and be like, This is Harry Roseman's idea. Harry Roseman got
0: Ke- Kelly Green back. We See? ain't out
2: still. So. See, we always got the Howie haters. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I mean, dude, the the stuff is
0: now apparently.
2: Fucking you can, ugly. And let's ugly. be real, too. Like, let's what get back to the statue thing. Counts. The Eagles didn't put the statue up. It was given to them as a gift. Yeah, and they, you know what? They could have been like, thanks, but no thanks. Oh, oh, thanks for no thanks for the $20,000 statue. We're going to just put it uh, in storage. They, but, we, no,
3: John, fucking Larry spends that in gas on vacation. Please.
2: Come on. Philly Philly was a historical moment. It should be idolized.
3: It, it should have been. And, and look, and both
2: of them aren't here now, so big deal. Yeah, so big whoop. Well, I mean, it is kind of a big deal, and in, in like it's like the the
1: the the guy that helped get us there ain't here. The coach that called the play ain't here. The guy that caught the pass ain't here. The GM that fucked it all up magically still is, and it's
2: just like, oh, this is great.
3: And well, I I hope and
2: pray that we get to another Super Bowl. And Howie Roseman's up there, and I get another picture of him holding the barry Trophy, and I can shower you with champagne that day.
0: Or shower
2: God's you. Funny. I hey. don't think it's going to happen, John. I hope you're right, but that's, it's
1: it's it's not. That's the that's as the, as much joy as you have with being right about Wentz. Oh my God when when they finally run this
2: idiot out of town i'm going to i'm going to dog you for years Sometimes you're not going to you're not going to bother me by I, hey i listen he's got a strike man he he, he i told you 3 episodes ago he, it's his time to rebuild baby it's his chance if he can't do it i'm 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 in the car driving you driving him and you with him or driving with you and with him in there out of town in the i'm uh, with in, the in the I'm
0: moab no, i'm not i'm not
2: i'm not I'm not blind to that stuff. I'm not blind to that stuff at all. I I just, you know, I, I something about Carson Wentz, I could just tell wasn't his uh What the hell is this? That is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Carl Carl Banks. I don't buy any things by X ex, Okay. X Giants. Okay.
0: So it's,
1: So for our for our um for Listener. our listeners, it is a eagle sweater vest, done up like a uh, like the like you would have seen in the uh, the the super fans like uh, Bears skits with Ditka. It, yeah. It's the most majestic looking sweater vest I've ever seen in my life.
0: Actually, I've seen one like this, Jesse. That was the the Kelly Green with the the throwback font. With the decorative eagles font, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. I've seen that. That that'll give you a little merch boner for sure.
2: Jesse, were you checking out to see if Carson Wentz's jerseys are still available? I'm sure they're not.
0: I'm gonna get one in respect.
2: <laughs> you would, Bill.
3: Listen, it's funny. I and and you have say one. you can, I'll, I'll I I can't. I, and I'm not saying you said it, but I need to clarify. If anybody in this city tried to say before the middle of 2018 season that Carson Wentz wasn't good, then you're full of shit. You might have won a Nick Foles because he won the Super Bowl, but the way he played in the 16 and 17, there is no football fan that that can say they weren't excited for Carson Wentz.
1: Thank you, Bill.
3: That's Thanks. complete bullshit. You could want Nick Foles because he won it, and he, like the harshness started getting pulled. Mm-hmm. After that, like, and I can give people that, but there's some people that are calling in, like I called it as rookie. Oh fuck you, bullshit! In 16 <laughs> and 17, he was
0: fantastic. Yeah, shit happened. and yeah. I, yeah. I get. I, I remember being in John's house, standing next to you, Jesse, watching him some of the games, and I remember you and I talking, and the conversations we had, the comments that we were we were going back and forth on, was it just feels so good to have that guy. Like, like we, we were can finally like, say we final we have our franchise guy. It looked like controversies, yeah, yep.
3: 17, after we were like four and one and we just beat the the Chargers in that game on the road and we were like had it, it felt like the oh eight, oh seven, oh nine Phillies where it's like every game we're gonna win. I didn't or, give a, or
0: at least like, you feel like you have the chance to win. Like, like, like it was
3: just no, it wasn't even a chance. It was like we're eight and one, nine and one, ten and one, ten, eleven and two. Like it was like we're gonna win every fucking game, except for of course Seattle beats us. You know, go figure. That was our second loss of the season. That I mean, that year he only lost to Andy and the Chiefs week two, and he the, lost to Seattle and Seattle week eleven. Those were his only two losses. Every other every other game, Carson fucking shredded everybody.
2: Bill, but I will. I, the only thing that I will disagree with you on is you have said yourself, if Carson wins, and I agree with you. If I'm sorry, if Nick Foles goes to the NFC championship game, hypothetically speaking, we might not have Carson
3: Wentz here at that point. I don't think you could have paid him now because at that point, I it, it's
2: so you can sort of see why people were like,
3: you no, know, if, if he I'm gets saying, back, that no, I had people, people calling in saying I called this and we drafted him. Uh, well. you know, I wasn't impressed with 16, seven, It's like, stop. Yeah, that, uh, stop. He was an MVP candidate in 17. Like you can, and I can accept anybody turning in after that because of the Knicks. So that's what I'm saying. But I've heard some more on fans being like, Oh, I knew it was a waste of dress. It's like, shut the fuck and, up. And right? he,
2: so, and I just wanted, I just wanted Nick falls back 100% for a backup quarterback position Four years, 20 million backup. Carson Wentz, you guys are buddies, friends
3: now, but, but you can just see it though, dude. Like, and here funny. we go. Cause like now that you know, now that we know what we know about him, like it would have never worked even then. Even in seventeen and eighteen, when Carson got hurt and watched Nick play well, he didn't have that like, like Mahomes when when Henny made that play, Mahomes was going crazy. Like starting yes. quarterbacks who aren't threatened are like so into like, yeah, we fucking won. Like that's it, dude. I'll be back when I'm good. That's taking over. You can just see Carson being like. Either I don't like this or yes. I'm nervous. Like, and you can, and like this looking back, cause even in the game against the giants in that first game, that like, you see him, he's like, kind of like not being whatever. And it's just like, that was a big fucking game win. Like we won like 37, 35 kept us in and like, It was just like, and like, now that we know what we know, it's like, man, he must've had, you know, there, there were, I guess maybe, and maybe that's what how we knew. Like, and Doug and those guys knew that he was a mental midget. That's like, Christ. Kid's had a couple games, and he's already, like, sweating like it's not his job. And so, it's you know, that's what's disappointing. It's like, man, to to be able to make every throw on the field and be a top-notch athlete and then just be so weak upstairs when there's a little bit of adversity. I mean, he's had more than yeah, – I I'm, it's not fair to say. He came back from two major injuries. but oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like – that's your job to do that and it's your job also to like as we always say you you catch that 35 million dollar check there's just some shit you got to do that you're not gonna like and and he had that brent farb mentality but the problem is is and that's what the one guy said um carson acted like he won the super bowl and he did it like he was a big part of it but he didn't win that trophy nick did and he and and it's just crazy that that literally was the beginning of the end of Carson Wentz. Like, 17 was, like, the peak of our joys of fandom. And at the same time, that's when we literally lost our shiny toy as a franchise quarterback that same night when Nick – because you can just see it in Carson, like, smiling, like, God
0: damn it, It was almost like we did – it's almost like like we made it – it's almost like we cut a deal with the devil.
3: It's like – You can't write this shit. Like, we get our guy, like – we literally had an MVP quarterback playing better than Tom Brady in '17. Gets hurt. Our backup comes in. Who's a good guy, not like a me guy. Wins it. Doesn't keeps his mouth shut. But yet, that moment was the beginning of the end of Carson Wentz and Philly. So and it's like, like, and it's like,
2: what? Which one would you rather have? Would you rather have Nick exactly. Foles lose it and then Carson Wentz like maybe exactly. gets back?
0: Yeah. right, dude.
3: It's like I would totally I mean. have taken the that's I would totally, I mean. totally taken the storybook.
0: It's, it's almost like it's almost like Satan rose up the the night before it's the like, Super Bowl. You're one ring, Philly, but not gonna get another for sixty years. So fucking enjoy it. And went and went and grabbed like Nick Foles and took him to Howie's office and was like, "Look, this is how it can go down." What if Jeffrey Lurie had a Pulp Fiction moment and sold his soul for
3: Tom Brady's soul to put into Nick Foles but, after the Atlanta game, and that's how we won somehow.
2: But, like, like, Tom, like, Tom Brady's a perfect perfect example, Bill. Like, do you think Tom Brady, if, if, if when Tom Brady got hurt and Matt Castle came in for him and Matt Castle won the Super Bowl, Tom Brady was going to pitch a fit? That's not in Tom Brady's DNA.
3: No, I, I don't think well, so. Everybody's I, I think different. Like, been out there to, to compete and be like, hey, I'm going to win that job back. But I can yeah. say now, there was a situation, he, he was, like, 32 was like, 33. But Brady did not, like... Garoppolo being there at all either like that really pissed off Brady because they were in the middle of winning and he wanted a good player in the second round so you know and, but that's what it is that's Tom Brady who already had three rings at that point getting pissy like Carson that just had that mentality and that's what's so su- shitty is he lived in his head like he was 2017 Carson every minute And it's like bro we've been that you had a little run and in then in the 19 but the reality is is in eighteen, you were five and seven. Yeah, the team was shitty. I get it, and you had a shitty line. But guess what? Nick came in and won five games in a row with that same team. So, and then, and then, I think that's probably maybe what maybe what the Howie and the Eagles saw in that as a fan base. As I'm sitting here crying about Carson, you know, I'm talking myself into trying then to be. Don't give him 150 million fucking dollars. That's what just so mind boggling is. Some people argued that on this like, podcast. Why, why would you? I, and I get it, get ahead of the curve. But I guess seeing that, you know, Jalen, because uh, Joe Gilio had a stat today. He that sucks.
1: He's a fucking Giants fan. Fuck well,
3: that guy. Well, this is a good <laughs> stat. I like this stat, actually. <laughs> well, I, guess I, not, it, uh, I guess we're
0: not getting him on the pod. Well, you heard it here. I guess I should cancel that interview <laughs> next
3: week. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get him up to call this. But he had a great stat. He said this year in 2020. Carson Wentz um, average average yard per play of any play he ran was 4.7, which uh, and and Jalen Hurts was 5.73, and you're like, okay, one yard, what's the big difference? In 2020, no, I'm sorry, 2019, the Saints led the NFL in yards per play at 5.7, and the Jets were the worst at 4.7. So literally, Carson had the worst points yards per play of any NFL quarterback this year and hurts had a full yard better now four games mm-hmm. but that put him in the top 10 of quarterbacks this year. So it's like, once again, with a shitty team, yes, Carson didn't do much. Who's handicapped. But then you got Jalen coming in and he did a okay. like he moved the ball at least like he sure it was did. a bad team. So I think those are the optics Again, it's like, wait a minute. We saw a play before Nick came in with the same team, had success. Carson couldn't. Now Jalen comes in. We didn't really win but we were looked better we had an offense at least we weren't losing 13. yeah but
0: I think as a team we were already deflated
3: and, and and so I think that's what I'm sure Howie and the Eagles are saying and it's just like is two times in a row we've had a backup come in with the same team and they look better than Carson did you know and I guess that's what we had the family got to acknowledge that but again four games is tough to and the same thing with Nick it's you know he hasn't had that success anywhere else and well can Jalen you know can Jalen you know do this again when they have a book on him because it's so you know the, and, and that's what I think but just as fans it's not fun having the what ifs like you can choose to say oh I'm excited and whatever but the reality is it's just like we were you know we thought we had our, our franchise guy and now we don't and it's just not a good feeling. And and,
2: and the what ifs are, what if he wanted to, what if he wanted to stay here? What if he wanted to be here?
3: Exactly. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what if he had the balls? Like, you know what?
0: He wouldn't have he he would still be here as my, he would have gotten in front of the media and said something. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Like, Hey, I, 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 and that's why I am mad with him too. Like, I, I I just feel betrayed. I'm mad. And I feel the phone office was stupid and handled this poorly, and I feel betrayed from Carson. Like it's like a... I like, uh, angry at the front office, and, my, and I'm upset with Carson, like, emotionally, for him being a pussy and not being able to, like, you know what? I could beat out Jalen. I've been in this league for five fucking years. I could beat this kid out, no problem. It's like, no, I don't want to be here if I'm not the starting quarterback, guaranteed. It's like, get the fuck. You're fucking making $3 million a week, dude. Fuck <laughs> do you. Like, get out there and ball. Like, you, you know, I mean... And it's like if you're afraid because it's a new offense and you're on square one, because that's the other thing too, is, I think it's the reality. He was afraid to be on square one with Jalen in a new offense. And if Doug was back, maybe he would be like, all right, I'll compete. I got Doug. And maybe that's why they fired Doug, dude. Maybe how he wanted him gone so much. He's like, if Doug's back, maybe he won't want to get out of town. We got to fucking fire Doug because now he won't want to compete because he's a little bitch boy and doesn't like to be pushed.
1: Well, the uh, – I think it was the, I forget one of the articles I think I shared. It might've been the McLean piece that um, they, they were, they were talking about everything and they, I, it was like a, a source McLean had that it wasn't so much anything else other than Carson had. It wasn't that he didn't trust Howie. They said it was, he had no faith in his ability to.
3: Oh, like rebuild the team
1: to yes. rebuild and write the ship. So that's kind of why they were like, you know what? Maybe, um, and that, and that's that. If if okay. that's true, that kind of leads credence to look. If you can't trade me, I'll show up and I'll play. But my my preference would to be on any other team but this
3: one. Yeah, so which, they, which is also they, shitty too, because it's like, dude, we committed to you. Yeah, this shit might be a little shitty for a you, year, but you're 27. Even if we have a bad, you know, two three years, we'll be good when you're 29, 30, and the fucking make another run at this, bro. We'll yeah. pay you again. And then will make a run at this.
1: It, it's, it's not good when, you know, you see stuff like that where the quarterback doesn't have faith in the player and you're already right. starting to see X players on Twitter. Like he's going to tear it up in, in Cincy. He's going to hurt Cincy in um, Indy. He's going to do great. He's going to do great. And like, you see other things like the, the real problem is still is still in the building. Like if, if they don't, internally if Jeffrey and Howie and everybody else can't internally look at themselves again and and realize that they also had a hand in this and fix this it's gonna get worse because when when Howie was sent to the to the broom closet and he came out howie said that like he had a change even the player said he was like a different person when he came back but the things you read about him the hubris and the and the ego and everything Whoa. else it it sure seems like it was amplified after he won that super after they won that super bowl like every move that he did worked like to the point where it was it was like you start looking at all the decisions that he made that year and it was to the point where it was like ridiculous where it you know he could have been like you know what i'm going to walk up and um Kick this bear square in its dick hole, and the bear would have been like, meh, and wander away. Like, that's how charmed of a life he led that year. And I kind of wonder if that brought back all of his, the worst flaws in Howie Roseman's character, which led him to be getting stuffed into the locker, as it was, as it were.
3: I mean, the because brings it up all the time. That was the blessing and the curse, like we just said. That validated anything he did or wants to do, because they can point to and say, "We have the trophy because of what I did." And at the oh, state- I know.
2: we see that fucking picture at least five, six times every day in the group chat. It, it's, it, but it's not just. I'll stop, Bill. It's not just him. I never said it's just Howie. No, it's not. Players make plays. And- owners write checks. No, scouts. I wouldn't, scouts wouldn't do again, this. Coaches,
3: coach. No, I'm, I wouldn't say that. I'm saying it from. Jeffrey and Howie's perspective, because they've always been, and I mean, it gets talked about all the time. Is they don't feel they're part of the inner circle in the NFL. They've always been outsiders to like the cliques, mm-hmm. and this validates their outside the box thinking. and And I think that's what Jesse was alluding to. It's, it, yes, it showed their capabilities if they, you know, if things work out well, but it also May have inflated some of their, I guess, ways of going running a team to where it's not a stable way to do it. But they decide, you know, I, I guess it's invalidated them. But it also it's we've done it once, so you got to do it again to make to, to prove it wasn't a fluke. And I mean, it, and a fluke's I mean, not a fair word to say.
2: I know, but, but but you look at the you look at the Colin Cowherd clown show. That first of all, he's a clown. But he, he, like the, te- the teams that he the- brought up, God, those
0: another another interview I gotta cancel.
2: Like the teams that he At brought the- up are the teams that I constantly try to bring up to you guys. Like we we could be the Browns, we could be the Jets, you know, we could be you know the the Jaguars, the Texans. We could be those teams. We did win last three years. Let's remember that. Let's bottle it, and let's hope that we can do what we did in two or three years from now, just like we did then. And I don't see why we can't other than what? I don't know what's the other than what. Like, it's other than us having to eat a cap hit this year, we're going to have money off the books the following year, draft picks, and we have a new uh, coaching staff and everything else. So what's to be so down about? I mean, I get the Howie Roseman thing, but, again, he's, he's sort of already shown you that he did it. So like just give him give him another chance? Like but he's he showed it but that's the thing like he showed he he demonstrated his ability to do it
1: and then in the next 3 years showed his absolute incompetence
2: at in ever doing it again. Well he sh- well again we we talked about this. It they the, the decisions they made were based upon the fact that I don't care what you do, just go all in and try to get back cuz we have a short window here and that's what they did. That's what they did. They've come out. Jeffrey said it. I've said it. That was the plan, and it didn't work. It could have been awesome, but it wasn't. So now we're into the dark days as Matt would say. We are we are in rebuild mode. We are Atlanta Falcons now or Atlanta Falcons 2 years ago after the Super Bowl. The only difference is we, you know, they have Matt Ryan and Julio, and we don't know what we have right now.
3: Well, wow. To close like, this, what if dude? that's a big, like I think that's one thing you're just kind of I get where you're trying to be positive, and I think most of us want to be and try to be, but the the, the doubt creeps in because the quarterback position, I mean, this is the reality. Jesse said it. We projected nine in ten years, bro. Like, okay. we have if, if Howie
2: wasn't here and and it was John Dorsey that traded Carson Wentz, would you guys feel the same way?
3: No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm not. I, I the, the confidence is just overall. Howie is the general manager, so he is, runs the franchise. I understand Jeffrey's the owner, but Howie is the general manager is number one. He's the lightning rod. So mm-hmm. what, I, what we're saying is, is the fact that our GM, who cultivates and does this for quarterbacks, sold the city on a $100 million quarterback, and then within a year later said, no, this isn't the guy. This other guy who we're not totally sure about could be the guy, but if he's not, like that's the issue. It's like... We haven't, we haven't got this right. And, and we're just tired of, we had, you you know, you say three years of success. It really was about maybe even two, because I don't think I can consider 2019 a success. We didn't win any playoff games. I mean, the bar was already set. This was super bowl or bust. So well, 19- we
2: got into the playoffs. So I think that's a fair, that's we wanted Carson great. to make the next step. It was the red carpet was rolled out for him. He played his ass off. Great. Got in with trash cans, as you guys would say. You know, doesn't have weapons, but is able to get trash cans in. Gets in the playoffs and gets hurt. And people argue dirty hit, this, that, and the other thing. Whatever. He got hurt. Sorry. Whether he got turf toe, got knocked unconscious, or broke a nail, he didn't finish the game. But he, we got into the playoffs. So, I, you know, I, playoffs to me is, is it, you got to get into the next, the next round after the regular season. And we did it 18 we did it 19, and this was the only year we didn't do it. And it's the sky is falling. It's like we get it's – like, it's like, oh, man, I, I drove a Rolls-Royce all day to, to la- for every day of the month of February. But the last day, I had to drive a Honda Accord. That it sucks. It's like, well, you just rode, drove a Rolls-Royce for 29 other days. Big deal. Like, you can't have one day where you don't drive a Rolls-Royce?
3: Because every year since 17, it's been going down and down and down, and you can't sell – yes, yeah. I, I understand the concept of you have a three- to five-year window, but not when you have a $100 million quarterback. Your window never ends. The Seahawks window never ends. The Packers windows never ends. Chiefs windows never ends. Like, that's what we had in Carson Wentz, and it went away. So you need to accept that part of this is shock from the fan base that within end of season of 19, we went from having a guy that after the end of 19 – was the seventh highest ranked quarterback in a four year span to start his career in NFL history. So we go from that to this within a year. This is shock, dude. Yeah. Like I'm in shock as a fan that we went from Super Bowl to back it's, to eighteen to one catch away from the NFC Championship game. Oh, then 19, it's, the rea-
0: it's the reality.
3: It's yeah, but the writing, writing, The writing's the
2: been on the wall. The writing's been on the wall. That's why they drafted insurance. That's that's why when this happened, it was. Well, it looked like from, from hindsight 2020, you're like, this was kind of a weird pick. Everyone was like that. And then you kind of sit back and you look at it, you go, okay, well, this is insurance because if Carson Wentz doesn't work out, at least we have something. At least we have something. And that's, what the, that's the glimmer, that's the star in the sky that I'm like, that's shining. I'm like, all oh, right, at least we got something. Otherwise, like I said, if we don't have anything, then what? You're, then you're taking the number six pick and you're taking a quarterback and then you're guessing again. And, and you're bet, betting on the lottery again, which at least we've seen four games of Hertz. That's at least a little bit intriguing. It's better than drafting Justin Fields at six, for example, and him being a colossal bust. Well, he's going right? to be a colossal bust and we're probably going to draft him. Like,
1: like that well, thing, like there's a,
3: if I don't think, I don't think it will be there at six. Jesse. I, if, I think if, if we, if we,
1: we've, we've moved on for Carson Wentz, if, after all of this, after trading up for, or trading for hurts and doing everything else, and then trading Wentz, if we then go and 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 draft another quarterback, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to absolutely lose my mind because it's like, for what we we. But I'm not even going to get fired up about it. My fucking hand's starting to
2: hurt. Well, I don't want you to lose your mind yeah. over. it, But I mean, if the, if the, if the guy is there that that they covet and they want, why not go get it? then you shouldn't have
1: wasted the second on Hertz last year, which started the demise of your first franchise quarterback.
2: Well, like Again, I'll go back to if we're worried about how second-round backup quarterbacks or second-round insurance policies or second-round future franchise quarterbacks, whichever way you want to label him, mm-hmm. if that's really going to affect your franchise, and you really think that that was the demise. I, I really think that that's flawed thinking on okay, your well part. Then,
1: fine. Three, three first-round picks. Two second-round picks, one third-round pick in six years—that's Cleveland Browns-level yeah.
2: incompetence. Okay. Well, that, we and I, and I—I I defend. We have a championship, so I'll take it. i, I like I said I'd give five first-round picks tomorrow if you could tell me in the next two years I am guaranteed to win a Super Bowl. I would I would trade all my draft picks. I would well, trade all the, my draft picks. The the Rams yeah. do it. I mean. Right. But they didn't, but that's what, like they didn't win. Like, yeah, I, if I'm, you could guarantee it, it doesn't matter what I'm, I was being a smart ass. Like, I know. Well, I mean, do you really think Matt Stafford is, 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 is you know, the guy in is he an upgrade from Jared Goff? Absolutely, I mean, he put stats up, sure. Well, I mean, we'll see. But what did Matt Stafford do in Detroit? What did he give you from, from that aspect that you look at him and you go, wow, he is the next. I don't know. I'm at Patrick Mahomes, the next Russell Wilson. He was always a good quarterback on a bad team. Like, okay. I mean, Matt Ryan, you know, we go, we trade for Matt Ryan. Are you excited for Matt Ryan? No, he's terrible. Well, he was on a good team. Yeah, but Matt Ryan was never like, to me, Matt Ryan was
1: always a game manager that was throwing to like elite players. Like I, I never thought of Matt Ryan as. Well, so was Matt Stafford, Calvin Johnson, at the beginning of his career. But but Stafford c- continued to put up numbers after Megatron retired. Like Stafford's been a pretty good, like, like a top ten ish quarterback since he came into the league
2: and has had weapons and hasn't done anything with them. Well, he's I mean had- we. You, what? I mean, really outside of Megatron, he hasn't. Uh, but, I'd say Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Uh, that was a pretty nice tandem. But uh, Eric, uh, so, Eric Ebron, they drafted high. The, they just the, never had a running back.
1: Well, they never had a th- They never had a running back. They rarely had a good coach, and their defense was usually hot garbage. So, like, unless your quarterback can put up sixty points a game, if your defense is letting the other team score, you know, thirty something, you're going to lose more games than you win. It don't matter who you are.
0: That's mathematics, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So closing thoughts on Carson Wentz. And hopefully we can start to put him in the rearview mirror. Who's glass half empty moving forward and who's glass half full? I think this is kind of easy. Oh,
1: the (laughs) glass is fucking empty. (laughs) There is no half full. The fucking glass is empty. (laughs) <laughs> Bill? We are so close to being the fucking Browns or the or the
2: Bengals
3: oh, or the
0: Jaguars.
2: On. It's
1: not
0: even. Jesus, a Bill, Bill, do you see any? This is why
3: I get I'm only excited because I I'm excited that we have a, the number six pick, and I'm just really curious to have like a really good player. Hopefully, on this team, like I just yep. want a player,
0: please. Just I don't care any. It just makes us look so like forward so much to the draft now because it's gonna. All eyes are gonna be. I'm excited too.
3: That now that this is it, I think in the next two seasons we're either gonna see a team that's rebuilt, ready to go, or we're gonna finally say, "Well, we buy Howie. Cost us two more years. You're fucking gone." Mm -hmm. I think that's reality. I think I think this front office has two years to show progress. Not to say they got to win 12 games, but if we win three, four games this year and three, four games next year, it's over. Like they're going to clean house again. So that's. I, that. I don't
1: think they will. I think. I, I think Cowie is bulletproof at this point.
0: Yeah. I think. I think, uh, I, think the, I think there's water in the glass. I think Jalen hurts. I think four games is too small of a serving size to, to count him out.
3: No, I mean it, it is, I guess you know. Do, 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 I mean, the way you got to look at it, he's basically a rookie next year. But now he gets to have a training camp and the preseason, and he has the ability to, you know, prepare. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, now obviously he practiced with the team last year, but you know, it, it's he, new system,
2: know, new new offense.
3: Yeah, no, and it's and he has a quarterback coach who knows his knows them very well, and you know that's one thing to be excited about. This guy Bryant Johnson is supposedly becoming like the new quarterback guru. So, you know, we snatched him up and, and our defensive coordinator is that guy, the Gannon dude from Indianapolis. Supposedly, he's like a guy that like shits tax. Like he's a hands-on coach and good with corner, Like he, like he's good with the secondary. Like that's his thing is the secondary. So I'm excited about that, that like we have a guy that focuses on an area of the defense and then, uh, our new offensive coordinator. And then, um, uh, you know, it's somebody that uh, I was reading about him, the dude, I forget his name against the Ness, not Sirianni, the uh, Stitchian or the guy we the, got from the, from, the, from the Colt, uh, the Chargers. Supposedly, like, his uh, offense. coordinator. Coordinator. His offense, and now i saw one at Herbert. It's, uh, it's designed where they likes his quarterbacks to be mobile and design draws and shit like that. So it seems to be a lot of the things that it was funny Herx when we were all tired. You know these hires were pointing towards Jalen, cultivating a staff around Jalen. So I guess that's what's going to be, you know, I guess it's exciting to see, but it's also disheartening to hear that scouts aren't sold on them in our own office. It's like Jesus, God, Mm -hmm. uh, how how am I supposed to be excited about this when our guys that are paid to like scout are still like, yeah, we don't know.
1: (laughs) And I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they can do with with Rager, like.
3: This no, a- like him, and like I, I'm actually. That's my other thing I want to bring up too, and I'll I'll, I'll end it. I know we're running long. Is I'm excited for JJ because I'm I'm in the boat that I watched him for three years at Stanford. Two times destroy. I mean destroy Notre Dame when they had a solid defense. I don't know how you could fall off that much. I'm not saying to say he could ever maybe be that JJ again, but maybe because Sirianni is a receiver guru, maybe he finds a way to get through to JJ. I mean, he said everyone's coached differently. Maybe he needs a, a new guy, a young guy coming in. So that's my, kind of my excitement is we have a lot of high draft picks at the receiver and Rager and and and, our, and, our, and JJ. Maybe this guy knows how to maximize yeah. you know, their I mean, talent.
1: Bill, you're right. I mean, Notre Dame is is a dumpster fire and a, <laughs> and a joke. And there we go. They're embarrassing and they shouldn't <laughs> play football anymore. Wow. But I mean, wow. you're you're right. You watch. You watch that Pac-12 highlight film of Arthur Whiteside, and it looked like a man playing against boys. Like you know, re-
0: you really give Notre Dame no respect huh? because he was playing against boys, Jesse, and now he has to play against grown ass men. Yeah,
1: but like Matt, like some of the things that he would do in the end zone, like they were doubling and tripling in him, and he was just like, nope, that's mine. And he was, mind. Mind. And he was like,
3: he was like Vincent Jackson. He would catch like five yard screen. And rest in like peace chest. shout out
0: rest in peace yeah like yeah. he
1: was he was a mo- he was like he wouldn't go down at first contact he would I fight it. he I, would
0: f- he could be
3: that Alshon guy he'll never be 100 receptions but he'll have 50-60 catches they should always be for 15-18 yards like that yeah. third or eleventh. Throw it up like, to him
1: you watch his film and it was like I joked with somebody on Twitter I'm like does the real does that JJ have like the real JJ like locked in a basement somewhere because it's that. It was great. It was great in college. Like it was that much of a difference between the player that was drafted and the player we've got, like uh, the player we've got is as soft as baby shit.
3: And, and then the, the other guys Fogum too. Cause I read, I've been reading that apparently he's lazy and doesn't put the work in. I, which I, which I find crazy to me to a guy who's not drafted and been cut multiple times. But that's because even Doug said it like last year. Like you got to put the work in, but it seems like that guy even supposed, could even be like a baller on the outside. So it's like I kind of am talking myself into not wanting a receiver at six. I kind of want like Pitts or Sertan. That's it. But we'll save that for the next episode. The draft, Matt. Back.
2: Matt, uh, I I just want to tell you that I am I'm not half full. I'm three quarters full. Uh,
3: i okay. Yes. I'm three there quarters it is. Full. There Three it quarters is. full. Four win team. Three hey,
2: right. I think no. I'll tell you right here. I'll, I'll make a bold prediction. I think the Eagles are going to surprise some people next year.
3: Oh, that's a bold prediction, John. What's that? What's that? Win five games. That's great. <laughs> All
2: right. I bet you they win more than five games. Want to make a bet? Ooh, do they win? Do they win five
1: and a half? They no, no, no.
0: Got oh, Do they? Do they? Do they? Do they win five and and tie? It's
3: so not a loss <laughs> again.
0: After the draft,
3: I'll make a bet with you. I'll, I'll, Why is it to be after the draft? Who cares you know, what the draft? Let's see what team. they do. Yeah, they
2: well, well, that, that's part of the that's part of the bet. You don't know, so you, I'm I'm confident right now.
1: If you're, you're not, co- that
2: means you're not
3: confident right you know,
2: now. I would absolutely
1: take John's money. I would absolutely take his money in the gentleman's bet. <laughs> so five?
3: He, you're saying they're going to win more than five games next year?
1: They'll win more than five games next year. There's no fucking chance the way this team is built that they okay. win for five games. There's no way.
0: I mean, there's a chance in the fact that how the, the rest of the division looks.
2: Yeah, but ding, 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 our, ding,
1: ding, ding.
0: But yeah, that, our John. schedule ain't okay. easy next year. But we uh, don't play. But we don't play the other teams in our division every week.
1: So. Yeah, and like
2: Washington's going to get better. The Cowboys are going to get better. Oh, oh, wait. Who's Washington's quarterback?
3: Kyler Hannigan. Uh, uh, who?
2: Who's who, who the Cowboys' quarterback? They don't have one right now.
3: Don't worry about that, John, because Andy Dalton beat us. Andy Dalton beat Jalen. Beat the brakes off of Jalen.
2: Okay. I mean – I don't know. I'm th- three, answer the question. Three quarters full. I'm excited. I'm not skies okay. falling. Howie's hey. got work to do. The organization has work to do. These players have work to do. But let, let's hit the ball rolling. Let's, let's, let's move past this, this, this dark chapter that we've been living in for the last four and a half years of, of, of Wentz fatigue and, and yeah. now – Enjoy, enjoy Indianapolis. Go enjoy Bill's hometown. And last uh, page don't send and before, us a
0: postcard. And before Jesse finishes this off, the one gleaming light that we can now focus on is our ten nine 8, 76ers. Play that yep.
2: song. Play that
0: song. <laughs>
2: Everybody <laughs> clap your hands. 76ers.
0: And I just got right there. But, um, but we need we need one, Jess. Uh go birds.